wanted to talk a little bit more about Ramadan, uh, or again, in more Persianized uh, language uh, that uh, you would find in South Asia, say, uh, or, or Iran, uh, you would find Ramzan. Um, find it referred to as Ramzan. Uh, this is the month of fasting uh, for uh, uh, 30 days out of the year. Now the, the Islamic calendar um, is an uncorrected lunar calendar and so it uh, kind of the, the it's about 10 days short of the solar calendar and so the months kind of move back compared to the solar calendar or say say the, the calendar, the Gregorian calendar that we would use in the English-speaking world, moves back about 10 days every year. And so, so the festivals also move around the calendar. So, so uh, in a number of years, you'll have Ramadan uh, turning up more in the winter months, where it's not quite as difficult. Um, right now, Ramadan is coming in the midst of summer or monsoon. And uh, it's a bit more difficult for a, for a lot of people in the Muslim world, or even, uh, frankly, in the United States this time of the year. Um, uh, the fast involves uh, completely abstaining from, from all food, all drink, uh, smoking, and sexual relations during daylight hours. Um, and it is one of the five, what they call, pillars or, uh, or of uh, deen, or uh, religion in the Muslim world, so of religious practice in the Muslim world. So the pillars would being uh, the confession of faith, uh, the shahada, the uh, liturgical prayer in Arabic, salah in uh, Persian, and what the word that would be used throughout most of the South Asian world would be namaz, um, uh, the uh, tithe or zakat of about two and a half percent, the hajj or pilgrimage to Mecca, and, uh, and the fasting, which again, in, in uh, that fasting itself in Arabic is referred to as Saum. Uh, in uh, uh, Persian, uh, again, in most of South Asia, uh, it's called Rosa. Now, why do I keep bringing up South Asia? Uh, that was kind of uh, my own uh, experience for many years. Um, but also, um, you know, a lot of times when we think about Muslims, we think, you know, uh, especially you look at the news, the first thing that comes to your mind is, is ah, the Muslims in the Middle East. Uh, which is certainly the heartland of Islam, but it's not actually uh, where the most, where, where the greatest pop, uh, Muslim population is. Uh, the greatest Muslim population, and hence, in many parts of North America, uh, the greatest number of the, the places of origin of many Muslims are not necessarily from the Middle East, but often from South Asia, Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, um, as well as Southeast Asia, especially Indonesia, the, the country with the highest Muslim population in the world uh, is uh, ordinarily recognized to be Indonesia. Well, um, this, uh, this, the pillar of fasting of Ramadan is, uh, on the one hand, it's regarded by some as kind of like, this is honors, man, I have to fast. Um, I've heard some Christians say, well, come on, I mean, these guys, they, they fast during the day, but then they feast and, and have a big party at night. And, and, uh, and I'd done that years ago. I'd done that like a little bit, a little bit of that snickering. And then I, as I got together with Muslim people in uh, a different part of the world, I found, uh, I decided that, that perhaps the best way to interact with and relate to them during this season where there's so much more in unity because they themselves are, are all fasting together. So I joined their unity. I fasted with them. And, 
And, and I found that fasting uh, of especially water uh, during, the, during the day, during the hot part of the day, um, even, if you're, even if you're having the best food of the year uh, in the evening time, it's still hard and uh, certainly nothing at all to be belittled. Um, well, 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 on the one hand, this is regarded as a, as a duty and it's hard. On the other hand, Ramadan in more ways than one is kind of like an equivalent of Christmas time, Christmas season for, for Christians because um, it's the time of the year when families often get together where in the evenings and then especially at the fast-breaking festival of Eid al-Fitr, uh, at the end there's, it's the biggest festival of the year and, and families visit one another. You've got really, I mean, extraordinary food. Um, and, and often, just like how in the West, we're often much, many people, even people who are not terribly religious, but still regard themselves on some level as Christians, are often more open to spiritual things during the uh, months of, during uh, the month leading up to Christmas. Uh, Muslims tend to be much more open to spiritual things uh, during Ramadan. Um, often as we interact with people, especially, now, now not everybody's going to feel a call to this, um, but especially if people feel like, man, maybe I should fast with them, that, op that can open all kinds of doors uh, where you'll get invited to fast-breaking parties and stuff too. All that to say, um, there is something there as they fast together, as they kind of become more of a community together, that's something worth looking and emulating. It's also worth noting that, that in some Muslim traditions, especially the more mystical Sufi-oriented um, traditions, um, the fasting is seen not just as an outward duty, but it's seen as an internal obligation too. Um, in fact, uh, one of the great uh, Muslim theologians, Sufi thinkers, uh, Abu Hamid al-Ghazali, um, he, said, he, said, he said, some get nothing out of the fast more than uh, some, for some, all they get out of the fast is hunger and thirst um, because the, internally they're not really doing anything. They're not really recognizing their need to, to connect with God. Um, another great uh, Sufi thinker from India, Sharaf al-Din Maneri, um, talked about how it was important to, for the Muslim who is fasting to, to eschew not only food and drink, but lustful glances or covetous glances to eschew from lying or hateful speech from one's mouth. I mean, it's regarded on some level as a kind of internal, and I use this word advisedly, internal jihad. Um, jihad being the struggle um, in the Muslim tradition. One of the Muslim traditions, it's not in one of the, in the biggest collections, it's in a little bit of a later collection, a Sufi collection in fact. Um, has Muhammad, uh, the prophet, coming back from uh, a battle and he says, he says to his companions, he says, we have returned from the little jihad, from the little, from the little holy battle, as it were, the, from the little struggle, to the greater jihad, the struggle to, to control one's nafs or flesh. Um, and there's something, again, for, for especially for, for those of a more Sufi orientation, often this is kind of more at the center of what they're thinking on this. Um, there's a, a real sense, too, because one of the other connections, we, I talked about a connection with Christmas, um, 
which, you know, in terms of the social element of it, but there's a real theological connection with Christmas as well, and, and that's this. When the, the, the purpose in Islam of the celebration of Ramadan um, is it's meant to commemorate and celebrate um, what Sunni Muslims, at least, it's a little different for Shia, but uh, Sunni Muslims, at least, consider the coming of the uncreated Word of God to humankind. That that was when the Word of God, uncreated, came to Muhammad, uh, the prophet, and, and he recited these things, and it became a recitation, eventually a book. It's kind of the Word became book, so we could recite it. Well, the idea of the uncreated word coming to humankind, well, that sounds a lot like Christmas on a theological level, too, doesn't it? And that's kind of, there's a sense of, I wonder, not wonder, I've, I've actually seen this, where, where we can use that as a bridge, perhaps, to uh, bear witness to who Jesus is. Um, that Jesus, we often compare Jesus to Mohammed, um, but the truth is, is often, often a better comparison, uh, theologically, is between Jesus and, and the Quran, both being regarded as the uncreated word. Um, I'll mention one thing, uh, one last thing um, at the end of this, um, and, and that's uh, right now, during this time, uh, this month of Ramadan, uh, there has been a group of people that have published a uh, pamphlet and a website um, where every day they, they put up prayer points for Muslim people groups in all different parts of the world and different is issues in the Muslim world. Um, and uh, there are literally hundreds of thousands of Christians that, have, that uh, log on to this or read this and, and have been praying and interceding um, that Muslims would, would have a revelation of Jesus. And all over the world, um, a lot of awesome, wonderful things are happening. You know, we, we see the news, we become intimidated, but the truth is that more, uh, more Muslims have come to faith in Jesus in the last 40, 50 years than probably the entire previous history of Islam combined. Um, that's a perspective worth meditating on. Bless you.